0: Alright, what up guys, welcome to episode 25 of the Brave Earth's Pod. It's finally Super Bowl week. It's finally here, but at the same time, that's super sad because that means that football season is coming to an end. But, it's gonna be a great game. We got Joe Burrow in the Cincinnati Bengals versus Matt Stafford in the L.A. Rams. Artie, this has been your dream Super Bowl since the beginning of time. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Who you got? How do you want to see Joe play? Do you think he's going to come out hot? Do you think it's going to take him a minute to warm up? So I wouldn't
1: say that this is my all-time dream Super Bowl, yes, but for this yeah, season, no, the Browns. Are no, in no, it. this is, is not is. his no. dream. Yeah, for the, good point. Good
2: point. Yeah, if Cleveland was in it, it would
1: be so already his dream. For the for this the season, can- though, yes, because either I'm. Definitely right by saying that the Rams were the best team in football long time at the beginning of the season.
0: Or I get to see my Bengals
1: win that I've never been able to say I've seen. So it's a win-win for me, really. I want the Bengals to win. I think they definitely have a shot. I think the Rams do, tech, on paper, have the advantage when it comes to what their benefits are, where their strong points are, their coverages, how they play. I do think that they have a slight advantage, but at this point, you can't count out Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and that defense has really been outstanding this whole year.
0: I was about to say, they actually have a defense to back up their line being shit, unlike the Falcons, because Joe Burrow gets has one, one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league, right?
1: He was the most other than Ryan Tannehill.
0: And then look at that. He's there in the freaking Super Bowl. So Falcons need to figure their crap out with that defense and whatnot. But then again, I've, a lot of people have been saying it's the era of the young quarterbacks. And I actually saw um, a picture. It was like all the oldies are getting out. It's time for the young ones to uh, to step up. And it had like Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow and all them. And I was like, I'm actually really pumped for this era.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of exciting players. I mean, we have, like you just said, we have Joe Burrow, we have Mahomes, we have Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. There, there's a lot of really good opportunity. And even some guys that are maybe not, you know, a, the old guard where it looks like Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, those guys, but you have the guys that have been in the in the league for a little while that are kind of getting a little bit of a resurgence now, now that they've moved to different teams. And still have you know three, four, five years left to play.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is gonna be a real fun, era. But back to the uh, Super Bowl, dude. I am so I I want to see Joe Burrow win. I he, especially with the team that he has.
2: Me too. And I I think he's story. got a really good shot too. I
0: I think they are gonna win. Me too. Like I definitely I, I... think that the Bengals can take the Rams. Their defense showed up against the Chiefs. Because Chiefs also have one of the best offenses in the league, and look what they did. So I think
3: it's a really close game with the edge going to the Rams. That being said, I want the Bengals to
2: win. Me too, and I, as it just gets closer to time, I'm building, or I'm buying in more and more on the Bengals, because Joe Burrow is the hottest QB in the NFL right now, and when you're hot, you're hot. So, this is America's team. Going up, going up against Los Angeles. I think they have an amazing shot. Um, I know. I mean, yeah, we we both like everybody knows the Rams got this far. The Rams basically sold and sold everything for the just present day this season, right? Mm-hmm. With the acquisition of yeah, Von it's a definite
3: win now situation for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I will say I did expect Artie to say that he was the hottest quarterback in the NFL, but I did not, <laughs> not expect to hear that from Will. <laughs>
2: Dude, he really is. You can't deny that this team wouldn't be here without Joe Burrow. You and and you see, like, there are so many players from LSU in this game. It's just a, it's just an incredible draw that Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow line up on the same side of the field again. I mean, imagine, imagine if the Eagles had t- had not taken Jalen Rager, right, and they had taken Jamar Chase instead. it well, we wouldn't be in the situation. Have. I don't think that yeah no they no they definitely should have. Oh, I mean Philadelphia fans should be pissed because Jamar Chase you know no there was just so much uncertainty from him opting out his last year of college during all of the wonky COVID protocols um that he just I mean he disappeared, he went and trained for an entire year, came back, got drafted and is an immediate success in the Bengals offense with his college quarterback Joey Franchise. It makes perfect sense. All of the cards are in favor of the Bengals. That they—they, they, I mean, it's it's the greatest David story that we have heard in a hot minute. You know, taking down the Goliath Rams in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, isn't it, it cool that we have uh, two two Super Bowls in a row at home field advantage? Yeah, Tampa Bay last year, and then now the Rams get their home field. Granted, tickets are ridiculous and it's not really like probably only a couple diehard yeah, fans are there. Bogus. That's, yeah, I that, know, right?
2: That is crazy. The ticket prices for these games are thousands of dollars.
0: So the cheapest one was like three thousand or maybe six thousand.
2: That's ridiculous.
0: Like, they expect like what what about like for at least for baseball? Like y'all got to go to it because the tickets were at least like under five thousand My- dollars.
2: Well, my ticket to the World Series game was less than a grand. I mean, yeah, my parents much, got
0: theirs for still, 500.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, but still so like, all
0: it, the like, actual fans uh, that watch the games can go to it. Mm-hmm. While for this Super Bowl, that's stupid. like. Once in a lifetime chance to all rich people just go.
2: I so maybe we should break down. From like a defensive standpoint? Like how how do the Bengals win this from a from a both sides of the ball standpoint?
0: I definitely think the Bengals are gonna win from their defense. Their defense shut down Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Pringle. They shut them down. Patrick Mahomes was uh scrambling so many times. I don't know how many times he was pressured by the well, by the Bengals, still, but I, I always saw him pressured. And with his wheels he can get around yeah. it, but Matt Stafford doesn't have those wheels.
2: No, I, I like, agree. I mean, let's just remember, though, like, Kelsey Kelsey Hill and it was uh, Michael Hartman, they all scored a touchdown in that game. So I was going to say I think it's the Bengals' offense that will ha- that will carry. You know, Matt Stafford, if you apply pressure, then, then, yeah, the Bengals' defense will do their job. I don't think he's going to be running anywhere near like what we saw from, from Patty Mahomes, <clears throat> but – I, I really think it's going to come down to the Bengals' offense. You put the ball in Joe Mixon's hands, you put the ball in Joe Burrow's hands, have him pass to any of his top receivers, and, and I I've, I don't know. Like It's just weird for me to say this because it's completely biased, and it's not based on anything besides just the, the hype that I see around this Bengals team because I know they're lining up against Vaughn Miller. I know they're lining up against Jalen Ramsey on the Rams' defense. I know they're lining up against uh, Aaron Donald, who is the—I think he's— was he the defensive he's, he's making a very good case for defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's like, he's in the top three for sacks for multiple seasons. So yeah, the, 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 the Bengals have their work cut out for them
0: with Bengals rushing. That's the only thing. And then, I mean, they let the Chiefs score three times in the second half, three points. I mean, that's all they let up. So right. they definitely fixed something at halftime. And if they can have that defense the whole time during the Super Bowl. I think Bengals can easily wrap this up, especially because the Bengals' offensive side, like you were saying, you got Joe Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase, who was open half the time against the Chiefs, which was crazy. No one expected mm-hmm. that. Like, mm-hmm. they expected him to get completely locked down, but you still got Mixon. You got to worry about running the ball. And even then-
2: though he well, and Even though he didn't score... T Higgins had over a hundred yards in that game against the, in in the oh, AFC yeah. Championship.
0: Game. Dude, he did so much, and then he got Boyd, up, yeah. out there too. Like, just because Jamar Chase is covered doesn't mean that you're not the Bengals aren't screwed. <clears throat> and so. Joe
2: Mixon, Joe Mixon almost had thirty recept, receiving yards in the AFC Championship
0: game. Yeah, dude, and he's a great um, emergency outlet to just throw to him. But and Joe Burrow has been showing that he has he can leg it some. So, yeah, those
1: two late late-game runs for first downs on third were absolutely fantastic. If those oh, yeah. don't happen, if he doesn't have the confidence to move like that, like especially in the beginning of the season, and he said it, like he didn't have the confidence to be able to do that early in the season coming off the injury. And being able to come back and put the team on your back and actually get up like that has been absolutely fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think Bengals got a big big shot for it. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait.
1: No, I I just think that it's going to be a really exciting game to watch. And, you know, I I think four points is a generous spread. I think it'll be maybe even closer to that. I think it'll be like the rest of this postseason, and we'll be seeing a one-possession game scoring in the last minute, maybe even last play of the game to win it. I, I think it's going to be really, really exciting. Both teams have great defenses. Both teams have been able to move the ball on offense. And it's just going to be whoever can put together 60 minutes the best.
0: Yep. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be a great game. I'm actually really happy that it's not those top couple teams that have been in it recently, like the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Bucks. Well, Tom Brady, I guess I can just put him as them too. But to have the Bengals, yeah Tom Brady by himself is. Yeah. A... <laughs> but having the Bengals in it after thirty year drought, and yeah, the Bengals
1: haven't it. even won a playoff game in thirty years.
2: I was going to say it's just this is just very reminiscent of the Braves World Series run. Yeah, nobody, nobody believed in them in the start and leading up to it, you know, just slowly, but but surely the wagon built built behind them. And so I think we're at the point where, like I said, when you're hot, you're hot. Joe Burrow is the hottest quarterback right now in the NFL. Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. They wouldn't. Rhett, as Mm -hmm. we argued last week, you're right. They wouldn't be here. They pro- they more than likely would not be here if Jared Goff was their quarterback, and I know that Matt Stafford's got plenty in his ar- he's got plenty in his arsenal, <clears throat> you know, with two of the best wide receivers, but you're going up against one of the best. I I, I want to say rookie because like he did get injured last year, but I won't. One of the best young QBs, and the the best <clears throat> rookie wide receiver in the league right now. So I I, I have to root for the underdog. I I, I think the Bengals can take it.
0: Let's get on to the Hawks. So the trade deadline's coming up. I think it's this Friday, actually, is the trade deadline. So y'all think Hawks are going to do anything? Like, I hear a lot of, there's been a lot of media on John Collins just getting traded. And I really hope that doesn't happen. That would be stupid. He's one of our best players. And we're not a selling team. We're a buying team. If we were to get rid of anybody that's big like that, I think Capella should be the one to go. He hasn't been li- doing super well, as John Collins has. But he still has that um, potential to be super good. So, but I don't think... I really don't see what trades we could do. What, maybe get a better secondary... Uh, I know... Um, Lou Williams has been doing well, but... He's also a veteran, so... I love Lou on- Williams. He's, he's on so the downfall. Fun. So someone was saying earlier, like get a backup point guard that's actually good for Trey.
1: Yeah, I was kind of hoping for um like livert from the Pacers, but he's going to he went to the Cavs.
0: Yeah, that would have been nice. But yeah. it's good for
1: the Cavs and me, you know, yeah, I'm I was a Ohio fan. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> but yeah, so but
1: I, I think it'll be good. I I you know Collins is interesting just because he he's pretty solid on both sides of the ball but he's not like outstanding on either even though he is probably one of our best players whereas i feel like if we give up capella that's so many average rebounds that we're giving up because most of the season he's been top five and i think he's still top 10 in the league with average rebounds a game and i don't think we have the caliber of a defense to give up something like that
0: Mm mm-hmm Hopefully, I, I'm very curious of any of the trade. If we're gonna be doing any trades or just get uh, just getting the team that we have right now, like good and solid. Moving on, we beat the Suns. uh last Friday, one twenty four to one fifteen. That was a huge win for us. Trey went off, um, forty three points. Um, he only had five assists, no rebounds, so. But he was just at least making all his shots. So why go for assist when you can make everything? Um, he did really well for beating the Suns 124 to 115. Collins actually did really good in that game. He went 3 for 5 on 3 points. 8 for uh, 13 on field goals and made 19 points. And then Kevin Herter also had 19 points. Wow. So, and then we got Pretty Capella well. getting hella rebounds. But it's nice because John Collins actually had 19 points and 10 rebounds. So that's a great game to have. But I wish we could play like that every game because the next night, not Saturday, it was like a back-to-back game. We lost to the Raptors 114-125. And it was so sad because we had so many chances to take the lead and we never did. We could not make a shot to save our lives. Like at one point, it was like three minutes or two minutes left in the game. It was 112-115. to And all we needed was one, two shots to go our way. And we're either in the lead or tied. Or they just take the run and go up and win 125 to
1: 114. Yeah, it's back to that whole thing. We're not able to play a full four four quarters. Mm -hmm. We're playing either, we're either getting into the game too late to where we're just having to claw our way back. Or we have the lead or we stay close for three and a half quarters and then choke. Yeah, it's been rough. Hey, with the games that we've been able to play, you know, most or all of the four quarters, those are the games that we're winning. We just haven't been able to stay consistent after that seven game win streak.
0: Yeah, I was just say because we played the Suns four quarters, but then we just kind of laid off the next two games because then we lost to the uh, lost to the Mavs as well, one oh three to one uh, to ninety four, and we just dominated them. I mean, granted, it was the first game of the year, but. We couldn't hit anything. We were 20% on three-point three, um, three point shots and 38% on field goals. Like, they could not make a shot to save their lives. Granted, Mavs weren't even good on, on shooting, but, I mean, of course, they were better than us. 43.2% on field goals, 44 on three points. So we need to get our shots down and stuff because John Collins had 18 rebounds that game which is huge. Nobody else really got any rebounds. Capella had nine. I pretty-
1: think all around is a pretty solid game.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure Lou Williams is out. He's injured with something. Uh, hamstring. He's out with a hamstring. Mm, yeah. So let's hope that, let's hope he comes back. Maybe that's why we're talking about a backup uh, point guard because he was out and Dylan Wright isn't doing the best right now. And he's a shooting guard more than a point guard. Yeah, lost the maths. That was tough, um, but I think we can get back into it. We have so right now we are playing the Pacers, and we are dominating right now. It's a one minute left in the first on the first half, seventy two to fifty.
1: Again, that's a game like, we should win, though. And yeah, we were projected to win like by
0: yourself. um like twelve points, I think it was. Yeah, I mean, so it's, a, it's
1: just something that it, they they traded all their players. We should be winning no, without a problem.
0: True, they traded their three best point scorers. So that can pretty much count as a win. Then we got San Antonio on Friday, and then the Celtics on Sunday. So those will be two pretty good games. Should be wins. I think we can take the Spurs. They aren't as good as they used to be, but Boston's going to be a tough one because they're like in the same boat we are. But we beat them last time, so hopefully we meet them again. And then we got Cleveland on Tuesday, Art. That's going to be another one Big with game. the Celtics. Big game. Especially since they just got that uh, point guard from the Pacers.
1: Yeah, I, I, and you know, the the chemistry, I was watching a little bit of film from their practices uh, today, and their film was looking pretty good. Him and Garland already have some good chemistry, and he's he's a good weapon. He's He's a great weapon. He adds a lot of depth to that team. And they've been looking for some, a little bit more of that senior leadership, a little bit more of a veteran presence since Rubio went down. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I think it's going to be good for them as well. The the Cavs are looking really strong. They just need to be able to put it all together. Kevin Love has been, this has been one of his best seasons since the fi- since they won the finals uh, a couple years ago with Kyrie and LeBron.
0: Since we played the Mavs. That game was, we had 30 games left right at that game. Like that was, now we have 29 lefts left and then 28 after tonight. But the Hawks have 30 games left to play in the season. They will need to go 16 and 14 to go 500. Um, I think we can get that. I mean, we got San Antonio. We should beat Boston. We should be able to beat. It's going to be a close one. Orlando. We got the Bulls. We gotta figure our stuff out against Toronto because we have them twice or two times. We got the Bulls again. Then we got the Wizards. And um we got a good couple games that we should easily be able to make this at least sixteen games. But I would like to go over five hundred, which would be nice, because if we go twenty twenty one and nine in this uh next um thirty games, which we've already lost one, so we have gotta go twenty one and eight. We can go uh, over five hundred to five fifty five, one percent, which was last year's playoff. So we should make playoffs if we go twenty one and eight, or I guess twenty one and nine cents. And then they um they'll need to go twenty two and eight to go five six nine, which will um put us at home field advantage for the top four line. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully we can get that top four line. Maybe we can show out like we did the rest of the, or the end of the year. Like when uh, Nate, Nate McMillan came in and just turned the team completely around in that second half. Let's hope he can do it again. That's all I got on Hawks. Rhett, let's go into basketball.
3: Okay. College basketball this week. So as always, we have a new AP poll. Um, I'll go over the top five and then our teams. We have Auburn. Number one, Gonzaga. Number two, Purdue, number three, Arizona, number four, and Kentucky, number five. Outside of that, we have Duke at seven, Baylor at 10, UCLA at 12, Villanova at 15, Ohio State at 16, Michigan State at 17, and St. Mary's at 22. And Xavier at 25. Oh, I didn't scroll down that far. Sorry.
0: Right in the top, part. Good job.
3: We made it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go over my teams real quick. Auburn had – okay, so we blew out Alabama. We hung 100 on Alabama and won by 19, and then we had a two-point game against Georgia. And the player that carried us in both of those was uh, Wendell Green. He averaged 21 points in those two games and got player of the week for the SEC, so he he performed amazing. But we were missing Zed Jasper in both of them, and he's one of our key defensive guys. And we're missing him again tonight against Arkansas, um, and we're currently tied up late in the game. But, so Auburn had a good week. We, close game against UGA, but those happen sometimes. Duke, actually, after the... Uh, AP poll came out. They just lost to Virginia when Virginia hit a three-point, I'm not going to call it a buzzer beater because there was 0.7 seconds left, but it was essentially a buzzer beater to take the lead at the end. So Virginia played really well. This does not really impact Duke. It might like drop them one ranking, but that's not the end of the world for Duke. Then Villanova um, beat Mar- or lost to Marquette by 10 and then beat... Connecticut by 11, both of those being top 20 teams. And they're going to be playing St. John's and Seton Hall. Oh, God, two of my teams play each other. That
0: sucks. (laughs) That's going to be a fun game. Yeah,
3: I don't know. Okay. Um, And then Seton Hall's kind of gotten it back together. They beat Georgetown and Creighton. So hopefully that gives them a little bit of momentum before they go against Xavier, Villanova, and Connecticut. Three top 25 teams in a row. So this is their time. They have to get some of these Q1 wins if they want to make the tournament. We'll see if they can do it. But uh, trending well with the last two wins. Okay, what do you have on your team, Zach?
0: Let's see. UCLA, they had that great game against North Arizona. Two games later, they lost to Arizona. They just had a bad week in Arizona because they lost to Arizona 76-66, to and then they lost to Arizona State. 87-84. So, drop down to number 12. Um, we got Stanford and uh, number 21, USC coming up. So, hopefully we can stand strong and get two wins off that and hopefully move up some in the rankings. Um, and Gonzaga, they're just blowing teams out still. 92-57 to 57 against San Diego. Then they beat BYU 92-62. to 62. <laughs> Playing no one. Yeah, like... I, I I want to see how they. I mean, they're blowing them out, which is great. So I want to see how they'll play against a good team. So March needs to hurry up so I can see them actually play. Then we got um I got Syracuse, they beat um NC State eighty nine to eighty two, and then Louisville ninety two to sixty nine. So on a good little streak right now. We got um Boston College and then Virginia Tech up next. So. They're gonna be good ones. I think we can take Boston College. Virginia Tech's gonna be a tough one for them, just that that level. <laughs> and then Mississippi State. After our loss to Arkansas last week, we uh, came back and beat South Carolina seventy-eight to sixty-four. And then we got uh, Tennessee coming up in LSU. Um, Tennessee on Wednesday and LSU on Saturday. So those are gonna be some tough games. I think I'll
3: beat LSU.
0: I think we can. I think we're at LSU, though, so it will still be tough. But LSU's haven't...
3: been on a skid recently. They can yeah, still be lost, a good win like, for y'all.
0: They've lost a good bit recently from what I was hearing. Um, I hope we can take Tennessee out. That would be great. I know Tennessee's on the uprise right now. So if we can do that, let's do it. Will, who you, who you what's your team so, doing?
2: Okay, so you hit on Mississippi State. I'm not going to cover them. Um, I'll move to Michigan State. This is like the first bad loss in a a, a while. Basically beat Maryland at Maryland by just uh, just a one possession game beat them 65-63, then lost at Rutgers by 20 plus, lost 84 to 63. That's just not good. And then uh, currently, against Wisconsin, late in the second half, at home, they're down by a couple. So you guys will know the outcome of the game or the outcome of that game by the time that this drops. So Michigan State, I mean, fighting, they're doing well, but the loss against Rutgers it doesn't really help their chances. You know, that's not good, but they're still in, they're still in the top half of the Big Ten, so they should make the tournament as of right now. <clears throat> and they've got Indiana this coming Saturday at home still. So if they can pick up some good wins here against Wisconsin, Indiana. That'll solidify, really, their chances of making the tournament. We'll have to see, though. Then we move on to uh, UNC, who, same thing, UNC just beat Louisville at Louisville, 90-83 to in overtime, then get blown out at home against Duke. That's a big rivalry. Lose by 20 points to Duke, 87-67. So that's just not good uh, at all. The... It just shows that UNC, I mean, yeah, they're they're in the top half, but they're probably the last-ranked team in the top half of, of the ACC for basketball, especially if they're going up against <laughs> against Duke and losing by that much at home. Um, did pick up a good win at Clemson tonight, came down to the wire, beat them 79-77, and then UNC will play Florida State this Saturday, the 12th. So, I don't know. They're, I mean, still, like, st- one of those teams where they, they are – basically on the bubble Um, but this win against Clemson helps and so Florida State and then they play Pitt next week too like those are some wins that they that should help them get inside the bubble but we'll that we'll see I don't know so St. Bonnie's St. Bonnie's is is up and down Um, they're losing to the top half of the Atlantic 10 and they're definitely a bubble team meaning that as of right now they're not gonna make the tournament so losing against Davidson 81-76 that's not good. Then 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 they lose at Richmond by 10 points 71-61. Both of those are are just key wins that you need. You kind of see how they they match up against the top of their conference. When they can keep it close against Davidson, but then that game you understand the game's at home so they've got the home field the home court advantage and losing at Richmond um, just sort of so, sort of shows that they really do go with the momentum. They don't have any depth. St Bonaventure has like five key players, and those five players play, want to say, twenty plus minutes, maybe closer to thirty minutes, like every game. Um, they're winning right now against Fordham. They're actually, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna beat Fordham. There's less than a minute left, and they're up by like twenty five. So at least picking up a win against Fordham that's good it's really necessary for for them to keep any hope alive but they're not making the tournament as of right now so they've got two games um with st louis coming up <clears> That that'll be this coming friday and then you've got uh next monday so one one there then one at home st bonaventure needs both of these wins to break into the top half of the a10 they're just not they're not doing too hot right now i mean they had they had such big hopes going in you know and they're on a what was it a one two yeah five game win streak beating Marquette all the way back in November and then losing to a a no name Northern Iowa at the end of November. Like when you start your season off five and one like that, your hopes are super high. But then I think as as the season has has extended, you you really see that they do not they lack depth. They like I said, they do not have it at all. So they're just getting tired out. Um they really need to incorporate some of the younger guys and get them into the rotation if they want to have a chance of surviving and making the tournament. But that's all for my teams. Artie, what you got? So this week, uh, the last couple
1: uh, weeks for some of my teams have not been great. Baylor has been struggling ever since they lost that first game. They've dropped from 1 to 4 to 6 to 8, now all the way down to 10. Their most recent loss was a blowout loss to a really good Kansas team, which you don't like to see. Uh, bad bad games against fellow conference members, uh, but eighty three fifty nine lost to a very good-ranked Kansas team. Uh, their next game will be against Kansas State uh, tomorrow as of recording. That'll be uh, February the 9th. Ohio State uh, is still sitting around that 16 spot. Last game was against Maryland, 82-67. EJ Liddell is still going off. Uh, Tons of rebounds, tons of points, and playing really, really consistent. Hope to see him in the NBA soon. And our next game will be against Rutgers uh, as well on the 9th. 25 Xavier after a tough loss to DePaul. um, Lost by four points. Next game will be against Seton Hall on the 9th. So a lot of games tomorrow. And then VCU doesn't have a little game for a couple days, uh, but they – most recently beat duquence and they are currently playing rhode island
2: it's duquesne duquesne sorry i even fixed the spelling for you duquesne d-u-q-u-e-s-n-e hey man looks i even fixed the spelling for you after you spelled that's the, Qu- the quince it's
1: duquesne but yeah that's all my teams thank you will
0: but you're welcome dude Rhett, watching Auburn makes me want just cheer for them the rest of the year. Hey, man, it's the year of the he, Tiger. He gives me and so much
3: Watching know, right? anything <laughs> Auburn is going to be stressful.
0: You're the tiger. Dude, it's 59-59 right now.
3: If I'm ever balding at a young age, y'all know why it is. All the stress from Auburn <laughs> sport. <laughs> no, oh,
0: that's fair. Dude, Rhett, just
1: wait till March right Madness. Oh, I will actually be pulling
0: hair out. Yeah, I was going to say, that's where you're going to be balding. <laughs> Alright, um... Oh, well, that's actually going to be a short episode. But... If you
3: want to say the NFL coaches that just got hired, that would be the oh, only thing hey, to add.
2: hey, we want to talk about uh, Kyler Murray? What's I going mean, on? Yeah, we can go into Kyler Murray. <laughs> what's going on with that guy? Does anybody know? Has anybody, anybody talked to him? If I reached out to Kyler Murray, know what's going on?
3: Oh, we could talk about the Alvin Kamara thing, too.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, how he got arrested yes. right after the game.
3: The Pro
2: Bowl. <laughs> the Pro Bowl might be... Like the 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 most pathetic piece of content I've seen on TV.
3: I watched one drive and turned it off.
0: It is so. I sad. didn't watch any of it. It it's pathetic. Your luck, dude. They're... It's so awful. Like that was. I saw a clip of Kamara running, and it was just two hand touch football with pads on. Yeah, that's all it is. Like that's so pointless. Like, the last you know pro like, ball I that went, was. Dion Sanders.
2: Deion Sanders even like tweeted out about it, talking. He's like, "What in the world is this? We True, actually the, the
0: They need like to it. change it because there has not
3: been a good Pro Bowl moment since Sean Taylor absolutely destroyed the quarterback."
0: I was just about to say that. I was like, "That was the only like that was when it was good." I don't know any of the coaching carousel stuff. I didn't I haven't been writing it down or anything. Well, did we
2: did we talk about Brian Flores last week suing the NFL? Did you see what he said this week? No. What did he say this week?
3: His lawyers came out and said he was a finalist at the Houston job and the only reason he didn't get it is because he started the lawsuit.
2: Which I'm not gonna disagree
3: with, but why would you ever want to hire someone that's in the process of suing you? And they also hired a black coach, so he can't really do his point off of that.
2: No, yeah, Lovey Smith, but Lovey Smith deserved the job. He was an internal hire and he was one of the coordinators. I completely
3: agree. He's a good guy, and Mm -hmm. he deserved the hire.
2: Dude. (laughs) But the Celtics are beating the Nets by thirty five. Yeah. Holy crap. Alright, Grizzlies, keep pouring it on. Keep pouring it on. So what do we uh what do we want to talk about, guys? Sports. Sport. what are we looking forward to in the year? Let's talk about that while we've got while we've got some some time.
3: I'm looking forward to Freddie Freeman re-signing.
0: Hi, did you see oh, that the steroid stuff? Ahead. Will, is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you go with it then. You brought it up.
2: Yeah, they're not signing. They're not. They're not checking for PEDs right now. We're about to see so many home runs in the first half of this coming season. It's gonna be insane. <laughs> like Ronald Acuna Jr. is gonna come back and hit a home run on his first at bat. Everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, woo!" And then we're just gonna watch like the, the across the MLB that day. We're just gonna have home run after home run after home run. It's gonna get overshadowed so quickly. I I actually feel
0: really sad. Well, considering that they well, if the lockout ever ha- ever ends, yeah, they only got like a month or two till. I mean, but that's start. the thing is
2: that they need spring training, right? You need yeah. to get into those warmups. You need to get like you need to get um, associated with your team, like get back into the swing of things. Especially but, after a
0: lockout that's been since December second, yeah. the longest lockout in MLB history.
2: Yeah. Did you guys see that? Uh, that that the the. Dodgers GM may or may not have reached out to some free agents. It was basically like hinting that he had reached out to Freddie Freeman.
0: Oh wow, fuck the I,
2: I think I'd riot. Yep.
0: Um, another thing, Trevor Bauer is not getting um criminalized or anything with what? The Those alleg- with the allegations. Are yep,
2: dude, what? Yeah, that's crazy. He
0: was he was not found guilty.
2: That oh
0: so. Dodger, I don't
2: know
0: about that one. Dodgers has him. Kershaw actually is healthy again, which I don't think he ever will be. They'll have him, yeah. but thankfully they lost um Scherzer, so there's going to um, be
2: we want to talk about some upsets that happened this past this past week?
0: Uh what, sure. what sport?
2: Like, uh, uh just I was going to say in in basketball mainly, like Texas, Texas beating Kansas. Yeah. I think it just shows how how fragile the the AP like outside the I'd say probably outside what was actually no no wait I was gonna say outside the top five but I think Kansas was ranked like number five at the time right
3: number they ten they fell after they lost to Kentucky by like thirty at home
2: oh my gosh oh is that during the Big Twelve SEC matchup yes weekend? Yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I I don't think I don't think the blue bloods are that good.
3: There's a new blue blood in town.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. Zach, do you know what I mean when I say blue
0: bloods? I know what. What red means? North
3: Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky. It's the teams that are historically at the top of the sport.
0: Yeah. Indiana,
2: UCLA. Yes. All of these teams are also blue except for Indiana, but they're like
0: Syracuse used to be up there and they're orange.
2: Yeah, but like it's, <laughs> it's like it's basically they're like known for being top. Like, yeah, the top. basketball Indiana's schools. not known for their football team, but they're known for having a good basketballs team, like year in year out.
0: See, that's how Auburn used to be, but now it's getting opposite.
2: So, so just like going through it, Kansas holds three NCAA titles. Indiana has went, so they were not a blue blood anymore. Come the eight, like the late eighties, and they had six Final Four appearances. Thing. yeah it it's ridiculous and then you have a t and then you have duke like not make the tournament they make the nit one year so 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 you i mean but you look through it like ucla has 11 uh, ucla has 11 titles indiana's got five but both of their last titles like ucla is from 95 That was 26 years ago and then indiana's was from 87 <clears throat> um but then you see teams like gonzaga on here or teams like michigan teams like wisconsin ohio state and they have a whole bunch of final four appearances but they have like maybe one actually wait can you believe gonzaga's never won a title
3: yes they're they're always really highly because they play nobody in their conference and they do really well in their conference but they're playing nobody and then they get destroyed like, they have a few Final Four appearances, but they're no better than any other random team. I mean, you guys remember last year, they were predicted to be, like, by far the top-seeded
1: team and got mm-hmm. destroyed in that championship by Baylor. Yep.
2: Yeah, they were supposed to win it, like, all year long. It was Gonzaga's, Gonzaga's sports They're win.
3: playing San Francisco, and they're playing... St. Louis, like they're not playing anybody once they get to conference play. So, yes, they look amazing going into the NCAA tournament. But when you play nobodies all year long, you get some real opponents. That's going to like, yeah, it'll it'll that's change. true. Mm-hmm. Also, this Auburn game is starting to stress me the hell out, dude. <laughs> hey,
0: it's OK. Just in the lead by one, 54 seconds left. It'll
1: be OK. You, you'll just end up being like the rest of us.
0: Oh,
2: Brett, I have the perfect song you should listen to if you lose.
3: What is it? Oh if you say Marvin's Room, <laughs> I will actually punch you.
0: <laughs> hey, there's Trevor, B- Trevor Bauer will not face criminal charges. charges. That's so